Well, this is a different podcast. Uh, first of all, just to lay the context, we've got three people on microphones from across the company. Our uh, aggregate sales manager, longtime Granite Rocker, Don Barrett. We've got Zach Booth, concrete sales manager. Correct. And then Nick Barrett, transportation manager. Correct. Yeah. All right. Well, let's start by just first going around and introducing ourselves because you all have a different story as far as how you got to Granite Rock and your experience at the company. So let's uh, let's go. Okay. I've been with the company for going on 29 years. I started in the transportation division. I was there for a year. I've been in sales ever since, uh, sales manager, and then uh, for the last eight years, or up until a year ago, uh, for a seven or eight year period, I was transportation and sales manager, and uh, back now 100% uh, sales manager for the aggregate transportation division. Uh, work uh, in the our wonderful office just outside of the the Wilson Quarry, so great location to go to work every day. And so I've been that's been my commute for my entire career here, is from my house in Santa Cruz out to Aroma. So life is good. 29 years. 29 years that's yeah wow incredible yes i was 38 when i started here it was a different dynamic then 38 years old out in the quarry was a was a young kid so completely everybody was in their 50s and 60s i bet that must have been quite except for henry (laughs) he was a baby (laughs) all right zach i know you have a great story you started in the lab correct no i started as an intern at the santa cruz plant um at the building material counter and worked work there for a year, year or so, six months to a year. Then went to the lab for three years. Um, then did, did building material sales. And then during the Great Recession, um, went to the concrete side and um, started doing concrete sales. And now managing the concrete sales process. Was there a pause in there where you tried real estate? There was a pause when I did real estate right before the Great Recession. And how was that? How was real estate compared to construction and concrete? Uh, a different animal, different different animal. Dealing with people buying houses is more stressful than concrete, believe it or not. <laughs> I believe it, especially in this market. Where it's yeah. pretty crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. All right, so total time at Granite Rock? Uh, coming up on 20 years, almost 20 years now. Wow. Wow, oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's huge. All right, the new guy. The new guy here. The so new guy, Nick Barrett. Tell I'm, us about yourself a little bit. I'm back now. I'm fresh, about a year and a half back with the, with the company. Zach and I actually started together as interns. Uh, it was 22 years ago, if I'm doing the math right, which is pretty amazing to think. Uh, my first year, I was Bruce Wolpert's assistant, helping him schedule the, the 100-year party. That was a long time ago. So how old were you? I was 16. I just got my license. Uh, drove to Watsonville at the old, at the old corporate office. and really enjoyed those times. I, I too, like Zach, worked at the Santa Cruz Bill Materials. I ran equipment at the Santa Cruz uh, uh, sand facility out there. I've worked in the quarry. I came home every summer and winter and, and continued to work here and help myself pay for school. Uh, I had a, my, rec, my regular adult career for the last 16 years and then came back here about a year and a half ago to, to run the transportation group. Wow, that's yeah. pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. So it's good to be back home. Yeah, and this isn't new for you, even though you're back. A lot of familiar faces, yeah. which is pretty neat. Awesome. Well, welcome back Thanks. to The Rock. <laughs> That's a good place to be. Uh, so let's talk about this Anderson Dam project a little bit and start just with the overall scope of the work. What What's going to be happening? I know, Don, you've told me a little bit that it's the biggest, uh, largest purchase order in uh, the company's history. For, uh, for the aggregate division, yeah, that yeah. I can think of. 
and it's twofold. So it's the Anderson Dam Tunnel Project. So it's not rebuilding the dam, it's a tunnel, and Zach may know more about that than I do in being on the concrete side. Uh, but it's the Anderson Dam Tunnel Project and Yagas Phase 2. So they're both with Flatiron. Uh, the same estimator estimated both jobs for Flatiron. Uh, their corporate office is in Benicia. He lives in Morgan Hill, which is where the Anderson Dam is and where um, Yagas is. And so he is now going to be the project manager for both of the projects. So a really cool thing for him. His name's Jeff Wells. And he's been working in uh, across two or three, three different companies that I've known for the last 25 years, I think, we've worked with Jeff Wells as an estimator. So, uh, you know, his name is not new to us and pretty cool for him. So he's going to be uh, managing these two projects that are both a couple of miles from his house. Wow, that's cool. So he estimated it for Flatiron, and he's going to be the project manager? Right. Wow, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, so when you say largest amount um, of aggregate materials, can you get into that a little bit? Like what exactly will Granite Rock be supplying? Well, it's going to be uh, between the two projects, it'll be about $3.5 in materials that's already defined on the PO. It's going to go well north of that because there's materials that just haven't been defined yet. So it'll be 3.5 to 4 plus in materials. A uh, big portion of that is going to be the riprap. We've got about 28,000 tons of riprap that will go on the Anderson Dam portion of the work. And that is all supposed to go by the end of next year. So we'll see if that actually comes to fruition. And Jeremy and the quarry team will be busy making riprap all year. Uh, and happily so. All right, Zach, give me the big picture of what um, concrete will be providing for uh, I guess the tunnel project and whether you're going to have anything on the Yagas phase two. Yeah, so for Anderson Dam, there's about 25,000 yards of concrete for flat iron. Um, some of it's slurry and some of it's heavy structural concrete. Um, pretty technical and RTS and flat iron have been working together to get get all the mix designs approved by the owner. Um, then Upper Yagas has 4,000 yards of concrete over there that we've already started pouring concrete over there for, on on. Then Flatiron Sub Drill Tech has also got, between the two jobs, another 15 to 20,000 yards that we've secured. And when you say um, technical portion, what do you mean by that? Like what, what, what are they looking for? The engineer and the owner are looking for the concrete not to get too hot. So we're um, working with Flatiron to, with their engineering team to uh, provide data and tests that show that the concrete's not gonna get too hot. And if it does we fail in that portion, then um, Granite Rock will be doing some plant modifications at Berryessa to um, accommodate, um, accommodate the low temperature concrete. Have you already been testing or um, doing trial batching for this? Hey, R yeah. RTS has been giving Flatiron all the technical data and their engineering team is going through it and coming up with, with a thermal control plan. And hopefully the uh, Santa Clara Water District uh, buys off on it. How much work is involved with that? I mean, so they're basically making trial batches of this of as, this mix? Late, as of right now, it's all been paperwork. And um, once it gets approved, they're going to want to do a mock-up on, on site there with a truckload or two. Um, and once that happens, which is about a month from now is um, when that would happen, then um, hopefully we pass without having to do plan modifications. Yeah. So how... How, um, how does this project fit into concrete as far as size? Is this enormous for your team um this is a large job it's not the biggest we've done but it's a, a very large job Twenty-five thousand yards is a lot of concrete that is a lot of concrete okay uh nick 
transportation, obviously, the rock and, and everything has to get there. I know that the mixer trucks operate a little bit differently. Yeah. But tell me a little bit about your team's role in all of this work. Well, we did a lot of uh, cross-pollination with the sales group and really made this what we like to call kind of an all-inclusive project. So every bit of material that's coming out of the quarry will be in granite rock trucks. Uh, which is pretty exciting for us. So, you know, on, on the scale of things, if you look at the upper Yagas Creek, it's over 2,000 loads. Um, and then the uh, the Anderson Dam project, uh, over 3,500 loads. So they're all pretty close by, so we're going to get a lot of loads throughout the day, you know, keep everybody busy, which is which is great. But it's it's nice to have Grant Rock material and Grant Rock trucks at all times. And, and what's sort of the secret sauce to making sure everything runs smoothly with the trucking portion and that the customer's happy and... That's the beauty of keeping it in our trucks is that we have the ability to, we're working with sales, we work with the quarry, you know, and then it's our truck. So it's, it's, we're not dealing with any external factors. You know, we're in control of every asset of this, of this project. So it makes it a lot easier to, to continue to manage your misses and to know where everything needs to be at the same time. Very cool. Yeah. And, and that's easier when it's much easier when it's not sub haulers. Yes. Well, it, no, we'll still have sub haulers and outside haulers, but it's nice when it's it's our sales group, it's our it's our quarry group. Everybody's working together, so the communication is pretty seamless. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So, Don, talk a little bit about um, big picture relationship. You said you've already had a relationship with this guy, Jeff, from Flatiron, who estimated the project. How much did that factor into Granite Rock getting this work? It's hard to say, but I think it was significant because of the trust level Jeff built up with Granite Rock over the years. So he knew this was a very technical, very difficult job. So we had conversations, you know, all the way into the bidding process. It was joint calls with transportation, with Zach. I don't know how many joint calls and joint emails and that kind of thing we had over the months. Uh, so it was, we're just going to keep saying the C word, communication. We communicated really well, and there's a great trust there with um, Flatiron, Jeff Wells, and Granite Rock, and the quality of our materials, our transportation group, the technical expertise of our concrete group. I went to uh, one meeting with uh, Zach and Jeff after the job had awarded, and uh, I, you know, I, I know concrete is not my strength, but I'm sitting there with Jeff, Zach and Jeff, and they're talking about uh, controlling the temperature of the concrete and these different things they can do to cool it down, and I just felt like I should get up and leave the table. I had nothing in there, nothing. So right. really technical on that side. Yeah. Not as technical on the aggregate side. It's just gonna be timing, coordination, communication. Uh, one of the things we did right after the job was awarded and they, they got their people in place, the engineers, was we invited their engineering group to come into the quarry for a quarry tour. Because there's nothing like letting people see the A.R. Wilson quarry and what we actually do there, how we produce rock, how we produce riprap. Uh, our ability to load those things tons per hour and just the, the the scope of that quarry is pretty darn impressive so i think that made a jeff already knew about granite rock he's got a young young engineering team i think that made a big difference for them getting to see a facility like that and again building the trust in the in our capability mm-hmm. yeah and being able to see where the rock's coming from the fact that it's uh, relatively close to this job site um were there things that you um promised or said Granite Rock was going to deliver that maybe the next guy or the other companies can't do. Absolutely. Such as, it's, yeah. It's right here. We're going to deliver Granite Rock products. We've got all the aggregates. We've got the concrete. We've got the transportation. So it, it's a one-stop shop for them. That was huge. That was, I think, if you, if you called for one biggest factor, it is the Granite Rock team 
is what made the biggest difference on this job. And they weren't coming to us and asking for cuts and discounts and can you do this and do that and we're going to piecemeal the job up. It's one of the few large jobs I've worked on where we're going to supply every aspect of the job. And I just think that's really cool. Yeah, that's a big deal. Zach, how, how was it for you and the concrete team as far as um, being able to promise this low temperature concrete and this technical mix? Like, was that, um, how did you get them to trust you that that's something you can do? Well, with our experience and giving them uh, options on what can be done, they had some similar experiences on a job down in, I think it was Bakersfield, correct me if I'm wrong, Don. Um, and we spoke the talk and we're going to walk the walk and they, have up the utmost confidence in us performing. Have you worked with this group before with the Flatiron team? We've done one Flatiron job with this um, team um, a couple years back up in Fremont, but nothing to this scope. And how does uh, this project uh, for the concrete, for the mixer drivers, for the plant, for, for everyone involved, how does it compare with uh, other projects that you guys typically work on? Um, Fairly, fairly similar. I mean, a lot of the concrete is regular concrete, and that's not going to be too much of an issue. And if we pass all the temperature specs without having to do the plant modifications, it's normal concrete for the for the team over there. So um, it, it'll be good to see the plant run as strong. Mm-hmm. Is your team excited? They're very excited, yeah. Yeah, very this can keep them very busy. <laughs> very busy, especially with a little bit of a travel time from San Jose to Morgan Hill. Keep the guys running pretty good. So you'll be pulling all this out of Berryessa, all the Berryessa, um, maybe some from Salinas for some of the slurry pours, potentially. Mm-hmm. Okay. And how many trucks will you be running, Nick? Depends on what they want per day, mm-hmm. you know. But w- w- I think that the, the advantage we have is having such a large, prolific construction company within our group. Like Don was saying, you know, keeping all this stuff in house is has prepared us for a project like this. So it's really no different. It's just we're delivering it to another customer, you know. But so we are. We are set up for this for the August project we did last year and all the other large projects we do as a company. So you know, I think that's, that's where we've, we've realized we're already set up to, to be successful in projects of this nature and size. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal, though. I mean, it's setting the company up for 2022, 2022, <laughs> tongue twister. Yeah, it's a nice project to have going into backlog. And we, we only see um, uh, uptick available in this project. So there could be or there will be more materials going to the dam. Uh, Yagas is going to be an export job again way way smaller than it was with our own construction division but there's still uh, export coming off that and that's yet to be determined if if we're hauling that if it's going to a local farmer and if we haul it it'll be going in our trucks out to um, south side sand and gravel okay at the end of the day what is success going to look like uh, from your point of view a very satisfied customer that's happy with granite rocks products and services and them looking forward to doing the next job with us and us with them. Mm-hmm. Zach, same for you. 100% nailed it. Yeah. For us, it's got to be on-time loads, on-time quantities per day and, and loads. So, you know, that, that's, that's our, biggest, our biggest pain point, and, you know, that's what we want to strive to succeed with. Yeah, that can be hard to manage. <laughs> Good. What was the total amount of concrete? 20, 25,000? 25,000 for Plus. flat iron and another 10 to 15,000 for drill tech. Okay. And what's the drill tech role? What are they? That's not the tunnel or it They're is doing the tunnel? Uh, the tunnel, the shock creep for the tunnel. Okay. What kind of sand's going in the slurry, Zach? Uh, it's to be determined. We're working on some uh, densities. It's either going to be a blend of recycled sand and granite sand or straight granite sand, one of the two. All granite rock products. 
Wow, definitely one company <laughs> for, from the materials side. Correct. Uh, it doesn't go without saying the other thing in success is everything gets done safely. Right. Touching on yep. safety, of course. Yep. Yep. Nobody gets hurt. No accidents. That's the biggest key to success there. What's the biggest thing just from the materials delivery and materials side? I'd hand that to Nick with all the riprap. Riprap is the most dangerous product that transportation delivers. Yeah, you know, we're hauling rocks up to four tons per, per stone. So, you know, it just it adds a whole other level of, of risk and danger involved and how you load it and where it's getting unloaded. And uh, so it's, it's a full scale, you know, loading it at the quarry and unloading it at the facility. You know, everybody has to really be on their toes and, and keep safety first. I didn't realize it was the most dangerous uh, material. That's interesting. Just very large rocks moving at one time is, is always something to be careful of, you know, compared to base rock or sand. Yeah, speed of loading, unloading, it's, it's, uh, it can be unpredictable at times. And you got to go much slower. Yeah. Hey, you want the speed of load, loading and unloading both to be very slow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very slow. Yeah. And you were saying 28,000 tons of riprap? Yes. Okay. And that, again, it could only grow from there. Um, when we were talking earlier, you were saying the total aggregate materials, I believe, what, was that 68,000? All different rock and sand combined. I think that is just to the Anderson Dam itself and then an additional, I think, 25,000 to um, the August part of the project. Real quick, in what cases, Zach, is low concrete or low temperature concrete used best? Or when, when do people want that? When the concrete gets really, really thick. So um, when or a big thick piece of concrete, it's, it gets it starts to get really really warm, and if it gets too warm, it can um, have a, what's called thermal cracking, and that's a structural crack that you can't fix. Yeah, and um, the concrete for the tunnel. What exactly will where will the concrete be used for that? Like where will you be pouring? Most of the concrete is actually slurry. Um, that's the biggest portion of it, but the other portion is uh, the mass concrete, which is the temperature portion, is actually in the walls. Okay. They have big, thick, wide walls. For this tunnel. For so this, that'll be the, that's where the low temperature concrete will be used. Correct. Okay. And this will be really thick. <laughs> Very thick walls, sorry. Was that painless? Very. Yeah. <laughs>